Super Talk Mississippi media production. Come see the Boutique on Central in downtown Laurel for the best deals in women's fine clothing. Let us complete your one-of-a-kind look at the Boutique on Central at 531 Central Avenue in downtown Laurel. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You're tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino in studio. And don't forget, you can listen to good things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Super Talk Mississippi app. Of course, you can always find us, too, on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. And you can watch good things. We are on your computer or your mobile device. Just head on over to supertalktv.com. And I thought we would start today with a few good headlines of Mississippians helping Mississippi. What better thing is there to talk about? Over on the Good Things Facebook group, you may find a few of these headlines as well as over at supertalk.fm. But one being Ole Miss football team was caught in action, right? Not just on the football field, but they were aiding and rolling fork tornado relief efforts, which I think is pretty cool. And it's hard to believe that it's been almost two months since the tornadoes devastated communities in Mississippi. And they have had countless volunteer crews who are continuing to come in to help and restore, rebuild, not just homes, but businesses, and so many, um, I guess, people and families that have been uh, impacted by those storms. So there were a few members of the Ole Miss football team amongst uh, groups, other groups in the cleanup efforts that are still going on. Yep, they're still hauling trees. They're still picking up debris. They're still moving things um, sort of around. I feel like that's going to be an ongoing process even for a lot longer. But they were there on Wednesday and you can actually read about which players were there and what they were up to over at supertalk.fm. But on the Good Things Facebook group, everybody's got to eat, even our first responders. And so I caught a story that was shared by the Yazoo City Fire Department of a local there. She's kind of a local hero, <laughs> uh, the the myth and the legend that is Leslie Roark Scott in the barbecue world. Anyway, she's the owner or co-owner and founder of U-Bonds there in Yazoo City. If you've never stopped in at U-Bonds and had you a plate of barbecue, then shame on you because it's definitely award winning and something that you should do. But she was out and about in the city and saw the firefighters, I guess, out and about. And she said, come on, y'all come to lunch on me today. And so they enjoyed a hot meal there at U-Bonds, which is open for lunch most days. I don't know if they're really open for dinner anymore. You may want to check their schedule if you want to go by. And she treated them all to lunch and some pie for for dessert just thanking them for you know their selfless service of keeping the city safe and you know doing all the firefightery things that firefighter people <laughs> men and women uh men and women sort of do and so yeah if you if you catch some mississippians helping mississippians we would love for you to add that to there in the good things facebook group uh that's what it's there for and if you're not a part of it shame on you you should be especially if you scroll the book of faces every day and waste as much time of your life there as we do 
then you should get some good headlines um, good headlines as well. Speaking of firefighters, though, I did catch a new show last night, Rhino, that I feel like is going to be a new favorite, and it's the L.A. Fire and Rescue. Now, they've done these kind of things before, think cops, but I don't know if they've ever followed, like, a fire department. And I know they've had, like... Not exclusively. I exclusive, think there were a few yeah. episodes of cops where they got other first responders involved, but uh, I don't think it was ever exclusively fire. So this is exclusively the L.A. Fire? and rescue so it's the now there have been fiction series based on fire departments and firefighters oh yeah like um you've got um chicago fire as one of our favorites that usually comes on wednesday nights you've had other this but this is i guess as real life as as it can be i mean it's real-time sort of documentary and you know all the things i don't think they can really um write in some it's not reality tv like you think like you it's like cops which was i mean reality enough it was entertaining enough i'm sure there's probably some boring days not every day is it's a super exciting day that make it into an episode so they probably do condense down the more thrilling um calls into making you know the show i'm sure not but i you know what i've never Remember what is of our fighter in LA, so it may be a very exciting everyday, never stop shift. But um, but it's one of those I guess new and upcoming shows that I will be watching because it was very very entertaining is a terrible word at other people's expense, but informative. Twenty twenty three. It just happens. It just ha- it makes you it definitely makes you thankful for your fire and your rescue uh, sort of folks. But another show you may want to put on your docket is MasterChef and MasterChef United Taste of America. We've got an Olive Branch native and Pitmaster competing in this one. You can find a great article about him as well over on supertalk.fm. And he advanced to the top 20 in this past um, episode. So that was in Wednesday night's episode. His name's Kendall Adair. He's of Olive Branch. And he received high praise from celebrity chefs like Gordon Ramsay. Like there, I'd want that in writing. Can you write that down for me? Gordon Ramsay said in time get it cross have granny cross stitch it um some others tiffany dare and others if it's filet mignon and it's mashed potatoes that doesn't get you hungry on this thursday um, afternoon so only one contestant will be selected to win the title of america's master chef and the grand prize is two hundred fifty thousand. and the next episode i think aired may have aired nope it's airing nope it did it aired last night on june 20th so we'll have to figure out how he how he fared in the competition. Without having seen it, but looking at a, a list of his fellow competitors, I would presume he's hoping that they don't have to make donuts at any point. Oh, no. Why? Because one of his competitors is simply named Madam Donut. Now, that's a nickname you have to earn. She's a donut shop operator from Maui, Hawaii. You have to earn that nickname for sure or i guess that label or to be called that and so no i bet he wouldn't but speaking of food uh barbecue specifically i guess and then rolling into what the two there's two national days that couldn't be more conflicting when it comes to food it is national onion ring day and then it's national chocolate eclair day and you are happy about one or the other but probably not both tickles your pickle Right, like well, you're happy if you get an order of fries and there's a random onion ring in there. I don't think the same would be said if you had an order of fries and 
A chocolate eclair. Chocolate eclair was in the box with it. But if I told you, you got a serving of either onion rings or chocolate eclair today that taste original but had no calories, but just for today only, and you can only choose one, like which one are you going for? I'm probably going onion rings if if this is a, a purely fantastical setting where I can snatch the onion rings out of the ether and they be from anywhere because yes connie's onion rings fintupolo with the 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 beer batter are delicious so you would rather sit down and have a big hunkin basket of connie's onion rings for zero calories on this day and give up eating a big chocolatey eclair on this day for no calories yeah because out of all the cream-filled pastries and eclair ranks pretty low for me. Why is that? Is it just too much? Is it's there too just, much going on? Well, it there's not enough flavor for all the different components. Like I could get a, a cream horn and it'd be less messy and just as fulfilling because I feel like the chocolate gets lost in a chocolate eclair. Or if I really wanted something rich like an eclair, I would just get a cannoli. I, I, I think of like amount that i've yet to enjoy so onion rings last longer the only guessing you unless you eat them really fast than the eclair that's a sad thing to me about like desserts in general is that usually a serve a, a traditional serving is just so small that it you know it, wait one blooming onion isn't a serving no this today absolutely but that <laughs> technically though a blooming onion is not an onion, onion an onion ring it's onion ring adjacent Right. That is the only bad thing about choosing onion rings over french fries, because the serving size of french fries is a lot more than you get like four onion rings for like, you know, a basket of fries. But it is a different eating experience. Do you cut your onion rings? Oh, no. Just just bite it. Do you fold them in half or do you try to do the... Usually I just try to take a bite out of it and then it's a... It's one of those, it's a surprise whether or not you bit through the onion all the way or if you get to pull the onion out. Uh, yep. Dan in Hattiesburg said onion rings also. I think I'd go with onion rings just because I'm more of a salty, greasy kind of person anyway than a sweets. Because the eclair, man, they're not, they're not very big, but they are good with a cup of coffee. I'll give it that. But it is rich, and so you savor that thing for sure. But then if it's not fresh, it just doesn't hit right at all. A stale donut is a terrible thing. <laughs> like, terrible. It's such a waste. It's such a waste. That's something you shouldn't even finish. You bite into a donut and it's stale. You just thank it for its time and just send it on on to the... It's just, it's not worth it. I mean, they can be revived with a little magic in a microwave. Hmm. Maybe so. Maybe they need a good superhero or comic book character to come and revive their donut. We're going to talk about that and more coming up next. Give me one reason why I should never make a change. Baby, if you want me, then all of this will go away. Give me one reason why I should never make a change. Go 
making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. Watch good things. We are on your computer, your mobile device. You can watch it on Roku, Amazon Fire TV devices. You can even catch us on YouTube. You can also catch good things on C Spire TV. If you have that, we are on Channel 70 right next to the Weather Channel. Don't forget, too, that you can catch us in podcast form wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you own or run a small business, don't forget, too, we want to we help you. We want to help your customers actually be able to find your business online. That's helping them. That's helping them too, yes. And that's the power of STMM Digital. You can reach potential customers and get more referrals and repeat business. I think that's a good thing. STMM Digital's highly trained and trusted staff, they are ready to work with you and for you to help you capitalize on the power of digital marketing. And that's something you need to know about. If that interests you, call 601-991-2305 or just head on on, head on over to stmmdigital.com and get started today. Later on Good Things, we're going to be talking about the great Comic-Con that's coming to Mississippi, or should I call it Mississippi Comic-Con. It happens once a year, and all of you comic book fans get to come out and enjoy that part of your, I guess, hobbies or niches. We get to commune with our people. Commune with your people. So over on the Good Things Facebook group, I simply asked, favorite comic book character? Old, new, past, present, future. I don't know how all this works. So you can also let us know, 601-879-4395, what also means this is the day that Rhino shines. Because (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I've ever read a comic book from start to finish. And I'm always interested whenever I ask this question because I forget like how many things or people that we or I guess characters that we enjoy started out as comic books and that comic books aren't just superheroes. Correct. They are, it's a larger span than just, you know, the Marvel universe or the DC universe or whatever it may be that I forgot Garfield. Garfield would fall into the comic book um, arena. Or at least comic strips. Or comic strips. Okay. So it's still a comic. From you, from an avid fan or reader, how do you, Strip versus book, does it matter? Like, what is what what identifies as a comic? Uh, and again, I'm not a comic historian or anything, but just as a fan, comics are a, a medium in which you tell a story using pictures, usually drawn. They, they can be photographs. That's when you get a little into the, the more modern takes on it and stuff. And from there, it's really just how long of a story do you want to tell? So for Garfield... You get little snippets of Garfield's day-to-day life, and you you empathize with the case of the Mondays or loving lasagna or having a, a dopey friend, but you get that story in three panels, whereas you get a, a long-form graphic novel that's as thick as a normal novel, a normal book, but instead of being page after page of narrative, you have that narrative illustrated on panels, and it... 
that's where the art of comics comes into play is because the the paneling itself helps move your eye along the page so it helps carry you through the story and that's developed since the early days of comics where you would have an artist that would draw the panels and then you'd have somebody else come in and look at the drawings and look at the notes that came with the drawings and then make up the dialogue and it wasn't really tied together there wasn't a whole lot of teamwork it was a lot of this is my job I do it well that's your job you do it stay out of each other's hair and it's slowly changed and morphed and grown into a more collaborative effort where you have the artists and the anchors and the 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 story people all working together to make a good story which uses very few words right like i mean in, in they can like it's not like a so that's where it's different than just an illustrated book correct right like an illustrated book you you read a chapter and then turn a page and there's an illustration that is probably tied to something you either just read or something you're going to read whereas in a comic format the the story that you're getting is usually pretty closely related to the picture you're seeing so it's a little easier to follow favorite comic book character uh it is that depends a tough one? it really is tough cuz growing up i was a big fan of the x-men i i loved wolverine or gambit and the kind of the anti-hero but now getting into to manga and anime and stuff i'd got to say ronor zoro from one piece he's the swordsman that holds a sword in his mouth it's just it's absurd but it works so is one piece was that started as a comic yes it was a or manga a which is like the japanese version of comics and really the difference is manga tends to come in black and white whereas western comics tend to be full color now and manga is read how we would perceive it as being backwards so like if you take a book and you're reading a book or if you take a comic and you're reading a comic the binding is on the left side and you turn the page and you go that way with a manga flip it where the binding is on the right side and you're basically, going backwards yeah going backwards i told will on monday or tuesday i read magazines from back to front i don't know why i just turn it over and i like to go from the back to the front so maybe i would maybe maybe that's how, maybe i'm japanese maybe you should pick up manga maybe i maybe i'm asian <laughs> And go from back to <laughs> and read it uh, sort of that way. Well, a lot of you are comic book fans over on the Good Things Facebook group. Jeff uh, from Oxford, Willie Coyote. I'll have to say, I guess that's did that start out as a as a comic? I believe there have been strips made from the Looney Tunes characters. So yeah, that would count. That would um, Archie. Which Archie's definitely a comic. Punisher. Punisher is a a well known comic that came about. Want to say. Silver Age? I could be wrong. I'm not a comic historian, but Punisher was one of those edgier anti-heroes where instead of telling the the Boy Scout story of Superman saving the day because it's the right thing to do, it's the good and noble and honorable thing to do, the Punisher is more of a revenge story where his his family was taken from him and he's seeking revenge on the bad guys. Kind of like Batman in a way. Calvin and Hobbes. Even I know Calvin and Hobbes. That kid was in the newspaper, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do they still have comics in the newspaper? I haven't picked up a paper. I haven't forever. picked up a paper. So sad. I would presume. I would hope. I mean, that was, I mean. Or man, at least the funnies on Sundays. That, that, that was etched into so many people's childhoods, as well as just, I guess, grown adulthood, if you were of age during that time. 
and some some only got the paper and we go straight to go straight to that during um I guess each day, but then on the weekends, absolutely. The I remember that going and getting it out of it and being old enough to do it. Um, Hawkeye, obviously Spider Man. You know I know Hawkeye. Yes, Hawkeye got hurt. <laughs> I don't know the being re- a real life hero. Being a real life hero, Marvin Martian. Is that like? Yeah, I mean, that? Bugs Bunny had comic strips and comics made out of the characters from that universe. Richie Rich. Richie Rich is a comic that, one of the earlier comic book movies, because it was a comic, and then it was a movie starring Macaulay Culkin. Grace Alondra? Alondra. Alondra. An Archie character? She was introduced in the Archie universe last year and has NF2. So that is a dedicated uh, a dedicated fan there. I think it's cool, because also comic books is one of those things you can share with generations and below you, and you probably were introduced to it by a generation older than you or a brother or something like that. Who who introduced you to comic books? I want to say it was my friend group that was just talking about these things, and I, I had to get involved. And then I want to say some of the earliest comics I ever got were as a birthday gift from older brother's girlfriend at the time. And it was just an X-Men comic with characters I didn't know because my exposure had been to the cartoon. And I'm thinking, wow, this is... Totally different than the cartoon, but still really cool. When you, when back in the day, I don't know how it goes now. We'll have to ask the people coming up next that are going to talk about Mississippi Comic Con. Did you have to like wait, kind of like you had to wait for the next season of your favorite show back in the day? There wasn't binge watching. And so you would have to wait till it has. So how often would a comic come out? Uh, it depends on the, the story being told and the series it's in, but it could be anything from every other week. I mean, some manga like One Piece. The, they release weekly so it's you get a, a new chapter every week whereas some especially with more western comics that are full color and have a lot more detailed artwork and and are more intensive it could be once a month once every couple months you get the next chapter in the story but then you have your comic strips like calvin and hobbs and i assume garfield where it was more like Friends episodes. It wasn't a building storyline. It was just Yeah, a very rarely snippet. did you have an arc in a comic strip. Gotcha. If you got questions about comics, I don't know if they're historians coming up next, but they at least know about Mississippi Comic Con. You can text them 601-879-4395. We got more good for you up next. Rebecca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. You can watch 
good things. We are on your computer, your mobile device. Just head on over to supertalktv.com. But you'll have to come to the Mississippi Trademark this weekend for Mississippi Comic Con or Comic Con Convention. It is a two-day event, and it's being held, as I mentioned, as the Mississippi Trademark. And it will bring together a diverse list of guests. Joining us to tell us a little bit more is Jay Long and Clark Lee. They're with VX5, and they're all excited about this weekend. So welcome, guys. Thank you. Thank you. All right, so when someone says Comic Con, am I saying that right? Yes. It's coming to town. How do you guys respond and like what that is? How do you explain Comic Con to someone who's never been? A pop culture festival. Um, just a big pop pop culture and uh, science fiction and fantasy gathering. Gathering. Yeah. It sounds like it, but an explosion of unique individuals coming to town to have fun. Very. Exactly. So what all will, what all will you be able to um, experience? What all is going to be happening over the next couple of days? Because tom- it starts tomorrow, right? Or is it Saturday and Sunday? It's Saturday and Sunday. Okay. So what all will be happening? Well, um, there'll be a vendor floor where, of course, there's lots of vendors from all across the southeastern United States offering comic books and toys and collectibles and art and all kinds of fantastic stuff. And then there'll also be another part of the building that's uh, where we have celebrity guests that for signing autographs, taking pictures, and et cetera. And this, so when we talk about comic books, because we were just asking earlier what people's favorite comic character are or is. It spans lots of different action to Garfield to like everything in between. So does this bring everybody together or is it kind of even niched within the world of comics? Well, certain cons are are, are, are niche-ish uh-huh. and like, you know, just like, you know, mainly turtles or uh, maybe uh, one that's maybe more like or all Power Rangers. So that's more niche-ish, but... This one is more just overall accepting. It's just a wide branch. Everything from fantasy to sci-fi to anime or whatever you want. When you talk about the celebrity guests that will be there, Mm -hmm. because comic books, I guess, from my limited understanding, are fictional characters. So are these people dressed up like the characters in the comic books, or how do, how are they celebrity? Down to minute detail. Well, you're talking about the, well, well, the, the guests. Yes. Well, I mean, the, 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 the congoers, yeah, the actual... Con- the actual guests that will be coming, yeah, like the, the celebrity guests, the celebrity, guess. oh, the the celebrity, celebrity guests, they, guess. they no. will they will be dressed up. I mean, you'll have uh, we have actors from uh, live action movies, uh, Christopher Lloyd from the Back to the Future films, uh, Sean Astin, which, of course from the Hobbit movies or the Lord of the Rings movies, mm-hmm. um, and uh, Gates McFadden from the Star Trek Next Generation series. There's some of the the big names that are coming, but then we also have a lot of voice actors that'll be there as well uh scott ennis who did a lot of the voices with scooby-doo sean and, schimmel or skimmel uh, schimmel schimmel he's um, the voice of goku yeah from um power uh, uh power Bo- dragon ball dragon, dragon ball. ball i knew powerball wasn't right no but we hope you win or yeah. we win somebody <laughs> wins and uh, two, two of the power rangers two of the originals the the, the red and the black ranger uh, austin st john and walter jones that they'll be there so this is just a good festival for someone who loves comics or shares a like of comics with their parents or i guess their kids and you just it's hard to wrap your brain around what you will 
see or get into unless you come, right? Right. So when was the first time you guys went to a Comic-Con? Because I know people go, it's like it's like your a- annual pilgrimage. So, I mean, you get excited about it every year. So how long have you guys been, been going? Well, I actually, in a previous life, I actually owned a comic book store. Uh, so that so I did a lot in the comic book industry before I really ever went to a con. But I, th- I think probably the first con that I went to was in – uh probably 1996 um yeah i think probably 1996 was the first one i went to that was over in atlanta at a big convention called dragon con uh and i've been to um been to dragon con been to san diego comic con i've I've been to tons of them over the how long have we had one here in mississippi this is the 12th year something like that yeah yeah i think that's right so clark when did you get into comic con uh, Comic Cons, uh, two thousand seven. Oh, comics. Or either, yeah. <laughs> well, Comic Con was um, two thousand seven. I didn't really go. I, I went to one, but it was more like just one or two vendors set up in a closet, and I was just like, okay, this isn't right. But uh, but for comics, um, I've read a couple of them, but mainly about nineteen eighty three. So forty it, years. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. So when I was born, you started reading comics. <laughs> to put it in that perspective. Okay, so I mean, Jay, you come from the background of like owning a comic book store. Do we even have those anymore? I hate to say that. I mean, ask. there's there's still a couple, and well, I think there's one here and locally, yeah. and they're the industry's kind of changing. I mean, it's you know, so many things have gone to online, and you know, there's digital versions and everything else, and so comic book stores are. Getting fewer and farther between, I guess, in the industry. But it feels like the comic book interest is growing. It is. Like, and is it thanks to the gatherings like Comic Con and other things that allow like-minded people to come together? And well, that's a big part of it. And of course, it also the movie industry. I mean, comic comic book movies have become such a huge part of the entertainment industry that that feeds a lot of the the Comic Cons all across the country. So Clark, I hear you're our, you're, you are our historian. Yes. So what do people like newbie comic, I guess, enjoyers? What what do they fail to know or appreciate about comics historically? Uh, maybe some of the uh, older artists that um, that is like oh like people with um, yeah we're talking about the the, the X Men or earlier. There's like um, some. Some of the artists, some of the more um, lesser-known artists that might have been good on a on a uh, storyline, or just just some of the some more artists or uh, writers that just kind of just maybe they were around 20 years ago, and if you just get into it now, you're like, well, who's that person, or who's that person? It's like, oh, this person drew the greatest, you know, this person drew the two-story arc that. Days of Future Past, the movie was based on, and or you know who's John Byrne? It's like oh that guy, he's an artist and writer, and he he created Alpha Flight, and they're, they'll be coming around in this movie or or that movie. It's just some of the just um just kind of just older the, yeah. older artists and older um and older writers, and um, but. Uh, we're, we're we're lucky to have a um, guy that lives in, in Mississippi, Stephen Butler. He'll be coming to the the, the con, and he had uh, he's he's drawn some stuff. He's done um, 
popular stuff with uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Mm-hmm. And for those out there that have that have seen the the new Spider-Man movie, the Scarlet Spider character that was wasn't predominantly, but he was he was he was more shown than than, than other characters. Stephen had Stephen's drawn and had things to, to do with, with him. So um, just kind of the more the more the outside of the. Uh, who Artists paved the or, way, right? Like yeah. who paved the way in terms of where you're at now? Yeah. So Jay, how do we get tickets? How do you has it set up? How does all that work? Uh, you can buy tickets in advance uh, through through our website and uh, which is MississippiComicCon.com, or I think there's a couple of links on Facebook as well, and I think maybe you guys have it as well. And then uh, that's through Tixer, uh, or you can purchase at the door uh, Saturday morning. Although we. Saturday morning or Sunday morning, although it's uh, usually a longer line. If you buy the ticket in advance, you get in quicker. So. That's true. All right, what is your biggest like spiel to encourage folks who have never been to come and try it out for the first time? Well, there's there, there's something for, for everyone at, at a Comic-Con. Even if you just go and sit there and just look at how weirdly the people are dressed. <laughs> uh, my dad was, was like that. But just... But just go that there's there's something for for everyone if you know it even if you you know everything from like just science fiction to fantasy um, Star Wars you know it's hard to find someone that doesn't like Star Wars there's Star Wars groups and people will come dressed in the costumes and if you you know if you just like you know I you'll 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 find just different. And even if you don't Stuff. read comics, if you've got kids who like the latest Marvel movies, superhero things, they're going to see and enjoy things there as well, right, Jay? Yeah. Like that's like you'll something for everybody. You may you may find a trinket or something you didn't know you needed. Absolutely. Uh, like I said, <laughs> from the vendor floor to countless collectibles, dealers from all over the country, celebrities from all over entertainment world. It's it's going to be great. How many people usually come in for it? Um thousands yeah i would assume it's a big deal it's rhinos always talks about it and saying it's a big deal you guys always come and bring good information about it so that is this weekend saturday and sunday go where to get the tickets uh, uh mississippicomiccon.com uh or which you can buy a ticket through tixer or uh, i think there's links on facebook and instagram and if you look for us you can find a ticket all righty thank you for your time you guys stick with us we got more good for you coming up next Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Turtles, 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 Turtles,
to start with? Oh my gosh, see? I'm totally um, in the dark when it comes to comics, but that's okay. That's why you should get out and go to the Mississippi Comet Con Convention. It is a two-day event. It's coming up this weekend, and I was going to let our guests leave until I realized, Clark Lee, who's won, along with Jay Long, you just slipped in the fact that you had a little part, or you can explain it, in the movie Logan, which so many of us uh, remember <laughs> or recognize. I'm going to take it you're a huge Wolverine fan. Oh, yes. I am. I own his first 12 appearances in a comic book form. Wow. Yeah. That's impressive. Mm-hmm. Okay, so how did this go about, and, and what, so, how? yes, explain it. I was hired, I went down to, uh, I, I joined a an extra company and they called me and said hey do you still have your long, long hair and I was like no I just cut it a couple of days ago well do you still have your beard it's like yeah okay good great being um, being Louisiana at that at this point in time and I went down there and they put me in the makeup chair and gave me this slash on my, on my face and they, they dressed me up as a photo double for a stuntman who, who couldn't be there for a, a couple of days and I was like, okay. So I went and I stood over by the stuntmen and got to know them and was talking. And and then it was like, okay, go over there and lie down on on the ground. So I laid down on the ground and I was one of the uh, one of the uh, guys that got killed at the farmhouse in the Wolverine movie. And uh, Hugh Jackman's stunt double Eddie was there and he was in my my, my scenes. And then. Hugh Jackman was there, and he was in what what, what was in all my scenes. So my my scenes were with with Hugh, Hugh stunt double, or Hugh and Hugh stunt double. But one of the best things was was when I was getting my my makeup done, and I'm talking with the guy that was that's doing my makeup. I have good peripheral vision, and I just noticed this. There's like a empty chair, and then another chair, and there's this guy holding this black three ring notebook or binder, and I'm like, look over there, and I'm like, Adam, yeah. Is that Hugh Jackman? He goes, yeah. I go, and I go, <laughs> and I was just like, oh. And he goes, are you a fan? I was like, I'm a Wolverine fan, yeah. And so were so you a Wolverine fan prior to like the movies? Oh yeah. Yes. So. Yeah. Nin- Nineteen eighty three, and the uh, first time I saw him was in a Spider-Man and His Amazing Friends uh, X-Men of uh, car- car- cartoon. It was the uh, thing was the origin of Firestar, and it was um, it was. I was like, okay, they gave him an Australian accent, and it was just like, oh, that's horrible. So is it weird to watch Hugh Jackman and other things, knowing that you know him as Wolverine? Uh, whenever he's in something that he sings, that's got to be for a paycheck, because Wolverine does not sing. <laughs> Wolverine, no. <laughs> and isn't it true he's beefing back up to bring Wolverine back? Yes. he. Uh, uh, Ryan Reynolds must have some pictures of Hugh Jackman <laughs> leaving a Motel 6 with someone that he's blackmailing Hugh Jackman for. So Hugh, Hugh came back. Because didn't Wolverine die? Oh, yes. But, and, and this is going to be an alternate universe Wolverine. So that they're not touching Logan. That's He's dead, buried there. But another universe is Wolverine is still alive, and he's going to play that one. So the girl was it his daughter in the one that he yes. passed? I yeah. mean, has she she has she matured and now a a bad, you know, mama jamma? Oh yeah, she's one of the most lethal people in, in in comics. She takes out just these big powerhouses. Who would they um, cast for her now as an like a grown woman? A grown woman. Oh, um, 
I mean, I'm always looking for a second job. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I think that the lady that played Supergirl in the Flash movie would do well. Yeah. It just age her up some, but she's always been, well, she's been per- portrayed as like a 13 or 14 year old for like a decade in comics. But um, the one that they got, Daph, I think her name was Daphne. The when they used her, she there was this one scene where she jumps up onto the hood of the car and like looks stares into the in the windshield. That is a perfect likeness of um, of, of the comic book character, and it was like. Oh is that goodness. is Wolverine still put out new editions? Oh yeah. I mean, how often do they come out? Um, at least once a month, and sometimes multiple issues in a month. Do you have every single one of them? Oh no, you. you I don't That's make impossible. that much money. Okay. But when I when I was in comics, yes, I did. I, when when I collected regularly, yes, I did. Do I you have store like a, them all somewhere. Oh yeah, I have about I have fifteen short boxes, about maybe about three feet long. Uh, how long is the short box? 18, about two, inches. 18 inches. And then a long box is 36 inches. And I have about 24 to 25 of those in, in, in my collection. Well, one day you'll have to ha- set up like a museum exhibit or something of all your Wolverine collections. And you'll have to come mm-hmm. let us know when you do that, right? Oh, I will. But they can meet you or see everything and all of that. They can find it at the Mississippi uh, Comic Convention. Again, that's this Saturday and Sunday at the Mississippi a Trademark. But thank you, Jay. Thank you, Clark, for thank hanging you. around and sharing your love of comics. But you guys stick with this. you got more coming up next with Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6. Rhino and I will meet you back here tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.